No other media in the world can match the three-dimensional high-fidelity images of real 3D laser-based holography. Hello, my name is Frank DeFreitas, and welcome to Wonders of the Bible. Holograms provide a way to visually duplicate, in light, whatever has been recorded, as if the object were right in front of you again. To see a real 3D laser hologram is an experience that one does not soon forget. Any biblical artifact, anywhere in the world, can be holographically recorded directly from the object, on location. Any object can also be scanned with lasers, with the resulting three-dimensional data used to physically recreate that object via modern 3D printing technology. Once this new physical 3D model has been manufactured, it is then recorded as a laser hologram. The added benefit of this extra step of holographic recording after 3D printing is to store any 3D printed object onto micro-thin 2D media, in our case with holography, onto silver halide and photopolymer emulsions. Thereafter, the 3D object, now existing entirely of light, no longer contains its physical mass. It exists only as its original optical wavefront. In theory, and in many cases in actual practice, an entire museum can be carried around in a shirt pocket. However, it would be a mistake to think that holography's only application is with 3D images. It is also a revolutionary storage media with the most incredible data densities ever known. For instance, you could take the entire contents of the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. and store it all in the area the size of a sugar cube. When making holograms, total darkness, stable temperature, and vibration-free environments are required. If any optical component in the holographic setup vibrates more than a fraction of a wavelength of light, including the object itself, the holographic image is destroyed and not recorded. Working at a scale measured in fractions of wavelengths of light is quite a tight tolerance and challenge. To keep everything absolutely still, for over 35 years my laser and holography studio was in the stone root cellar of our 19th century house in Allentown, Pennsylvania. All of the equipment was designed and built by hand. People from all around the world would visit to see and to learn about this do-it-yourself science and technology wonder. I spent my entire adult life working with holograms. I saw my first laser and hologram back in 1968 at the Edmund Scientific Showroom in Barrington, New Jersey. And I started my own laser holography studio in 1983, of which I am now retired. A Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded to Dr. Dennis Gabor in 1971 for his work in what would become known as the field of holography. After 35 years, I retired and we sold our house and studio. But before I closed up shop, I teamed up with my wife Debbie for my final project of making holograms of ancient biblical artifacts. These holograms were created from originals whenever possible, along with museum-grade recreations from the finest prototype technologies in the world today. This included depth mapping and 3D printing. 
These ancient objects are associated with both the Old and New Testament eras of biblical history, and each has a story of its own to tell. Before technologies like holography, one would have to travel to many museums around the world in order to see these objects in person. But now, through holography, they can be viewed in three dimensions, all at once, and all in the same place, any place, whenever a small display area can be provided to set up the holograms. I would like to tell you about two of the ancient biblical artifacts that we have recorded as 3D laser holograms. Both these historical objects have a bit of controversy surrounding them. Even up until present day, some experts say they are authentic while other experts say they are not. In the future, I will be dedicating entire programs to both of these biblical artifacts. You will find photos of these holograms on the webpage associated with this broadcast, and you may find it at wondersofthebible.org articles. Once again, that's wondersofthebible.org articles. The first artifact that I'd like to mention is the Great Chalice of Antioch Hologram. The church at Antioch dates from 41 AD. It was there that the followers of Jesus Christ first became known as Christians, and for many years, missionaries were sent to preach the gospel. With the fall of Jerusalem, Antioch became the main center of Christianity in the East. The inner bowl of the chalice may have been brought from Jerusalem, where it may have been the very vessel used in apostolic times by the infant church. The separate outer vessel is an open-work container of silver, bearing what is believed to be the earliest known portraits of Christ and his disciples. It is 7.56 inches high, standing on a pedestal, and holding a cup which would contain about two quarts of liquid. This cup, too, is of silver and is a Jewish Passover bowl of great antiquity, identical with those used when Christ was alive. Several timelines suggest that in 30 to 47 AD, Peter conceals the Passion relics in Jerusalem. In 47 AD, Peter brings the Passion relics to Antioch. In 47 to 357 AD, the Church of Antioch conceals the Passion relics. And in 1910, archaeological discovery of the Great Chalice at the ruins of Antioch's ancient cathedral. Attempts to discredit the chalice began immediately upon its excavation at Antioch. Today, housed in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, it is considered to be a standing lamp from the 6th century, despite previous authentication by world-renowned experts. The debate continues, but regardless of it, the Great Chalice of Antioch remains a treasured example of early Christianity and Byzantine artisan silverwork that was once considered the true Holy Grail. It was exhibited as the Last Supper Cup at the 1933 Chicago World's Fair, A Century of Progress, and at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia in 1936. Its date and even its authenticity is being challenged today. Another hologram is the Sumerian Flood Tablet. 
Many people today have been misled to believe that the biblical account of the Genesis flood was borrowed from what is known as the Epic of Gilgamesh and other ancient non-biblical flood stories and accounts from the Babylonians. It is claimed that this is the oldest known record of the Great Flood. However, unless I'm mistaken, the real world's oldest known flood tablet with the archaeological identification code of CBM-13532 was discovered in Nippur, Mesopotamia, and it dates from 2100 to 2200 B.C., hundreds of years before the Gilgamesh and other discovered tablets, and only a short time after the actual flood itself took place in 2348 B.C. In this, what would be the earliest historical written record, not one translated detail varies in any way whatsoever from the biblical account of Genesis. Predictably, both the translation of the tablet and the date of the tablet are hotly disputed. Therefore, after reviewing the written works of Dr. Herman Hilpricht, its discoverer, and reading newspaper reports and court transcripts, I respectfully submit the following. I could not submit it as an archaeologist, nor as even a biblical scholar. I submit it solely as an independent principal investigator of this laser holographic project. My conclusion is as follows. Those who have been convinced that the Noah flood story in the Bible was stolen from the Epic of Gilgamesh and various other Babylonian accounts have been grossly deceived by misinformation. It appears very convincingly to me that the Babylonian Gilgamesh accounts were actually taken from the account of Noah then changed to fit the Babylonian worldview of the day, not the other way around. We will take a very close look at both of these artifacts in upcoming broadcasts here at Wonders of the Bible. There are infinite possibilities to the Nobel Prize-winning field of holography. With our own project of recording biblical artifacts, we had three main objectives. Objective number one— reaching underserved populations. 3D laser holograms can bring these ancient biblical artifacts to people here in the USA and throughout the world that would never have the opportunity to experience them otherwise. Did you know that the majority of the world's population will never, ever step foot into a museum in their entire lifetime? With holography, objects from many different museums can be combined into one exhibit and travel anywhere in the world with no fear of damage or theft to the original objects, which never have to leave the museum. Multiple copies of holograms can be made, and multiple exhibits can be displayed, all at the same time. It is a great way to see and experience our biblical heritage anywhere, at any time, with anyone on earth. Objective number two, reaching the youth of today. Lasers and holograms are the emerging technologies of today's youth. I spent 35 years on the road with holography presentations and workshops. 
I have met with and presented to hundreds of thousands of adults and students. The reaction of crowds that gather to see holograms on display is something that one must experience firsthand. Doing a biblical series of holograms has the potential to grab and hold the interest of today's youth like no other media. In fact, no display of any type on earth can compare to seeing a 3D laser hologram in person. These particular holograms combine both their amazing imagery with their associated and documented biblical events, thereby increasing biblical literacy. Objective number three, reaching the world of tomorrow. I would like to take this opportunity to also mention that I often think of the future when it comes to laser communication, holograms, and preserving our Christian heritage. You see, when it comes to evangelism, Holography is a system of communication technologies that will take the gospel of Jesus Christ into the future, not only on earth, but also as brave men and women take the historical heritage of the Holy Bible and Jesus Christ with them to live and work in orbital space colonies beyond earth. Far-fetched? Possibly. Today, however, Deb and I are showing how it can be done by actually doing it with emerging technologies such as 3D laser holographic imaging and free space laser-based communications. When I look at my biblical laser research, I know in my heart of hearts that its true time will not be for many generations in the future. May God bless you today and every day and... Remember to always love others, just as Jesus Christ loves you.